0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Scott podcast. This is your host, Re, and we're doing a bonus episode. Y'all haven't done a bonus episode in so long. I'm very thankful to be able to do this. Um, so two things happened today that kind of inspired this and also uh reignited, I guess, um, just how I'm approaching the podcast, how I'm approaching studying, all kinds of things. Um, So as you know, for the last like two months, I've been moving. (laughs) I feel like I've just been moving my whole life, but I was doing a whole lot of moving and packing boxes and working and carrying things from place to place and not knowing where this is or that is, not having a desk um, you know, it just makes everything more complicated. So I finally got to the point that I only have like two or three boxes left to unpack, which is really nice and also means that I'm like fully set up again. I even have a mic to record this episode. So hopefully the sound quality is better today. Um, And that also puts me back into the position to go back to like focusing on The things that I like to do, like reading, whether it's reading the word or just reading as a hobby, uh, journaling, you know, studying Hebrew, um, and just, you know, spending more time with God and less time moving back and forth. Uh, I don't have to work Sundays anymore, which is really nice. Um, So that's freeing up some time too. Um, So that kind of merged into two pieces of media that I was sent this week that I didn't watch until today. So the first was a podcast um, by the Perrys, Preston Perry and Jackie Hill Perry, uh, about distractions. And goodness, I needed that podcast. I really did. They, they were speaking directly to me. Um, I needed to hear that I needed a little rebuke about being distracted. Um, And the other thing was a video a friend sent to me where there was like a pastor or somebody giving an interpretation about 666 and the Mark of the Beast. And they seem completely unrelated, but they actually are very, 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 related so one of the things about distractions or being distracted um and they kind of touched on this in their podcast about things being like a double-edged sword so like for instance i have a phone it's a smartphone it has a bible on it it has the internet on it um it's very useful for finding bible verses very quickly it has multiple translations of the bible on it Which is really good for cross referencing. Um, I can listen to podcasts on it. I can listen to, I could download the Bible app and listen to the Bible on it. There are a lot of things about this device that could bring me closer to God. But let's be real. That's not really how I use it 90% of the time. 90% of the time, I'm using it to text somebody, to look at videos on Instagram, just scrolling, 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 um, or to play some mindless game because my attention span is completely shot and I can't just sit here and listen to people talk to me or you know, focus on something for a long time. So let me play Sudoku in the background or... You know, let me play this three, you know, pick three matching game or whatever. And it functions very much as a distraction. People are similar, right? Being around the right group of people will inspire you to study the word, will inspire you to be on your P's and Q's. Um, I remember when I was in Florida, we used to have a Friday night Bible study and a Wednesday night Bible study. So the, like, the group as a whole, the young adult ministry, had a Friday night Bible study. And then like a subgroup of us had our own Wednesday night Bible study. And one Friday, these uh, black Hebrew Israelites came to our Bible study. And let me tell y'all. If there is one thing that I actually admire about Black Hebrew Israelites is their knowledge of Scripture. And so they were coming, they were just straight coming with Scripture. And when they left, we all talked about how them being there made us feel like we had to answer with Scripture. Um, It's just like in Matthew chapter 4, when Satan is tempting uh, the messiah he is not just like he's not just saying anything like satan misquotes scripture and the messiah quotes scripture correctly back to him and that's literally the way we have to fight the devil that's how we have to fight lies you fight lies with truth and the only way to do that is to use his words not my words his words but in order to use his words i have to actually know his words and having them there made us hyper aware of that like you know i'm i am horrible at understanding the context of something and vaguely remembering the scripture but not being able to quote the scripture exactly or tell you exactly where it is i'm usually like yeah somewhere in the new testament it says something about you know, by beholding, we become changed, (laughs) like, and I'm gonna have to Google it and figure out what it actually says, right? And like I said, having them there made us feel like we couldn't do that, that we needed to answer them with that, like, I'm gonna take the time to Google it and then quote it exactly to you before I speak. Um, Or, like, just being like, well, I'm not gonna answer because, I don't have a scripture to answer with and I should have a scripture. I need to study more. Right? Like there was that 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 feeling. And the same thing with my Wednesday night Bible study in that We showed up, we talked about things like you always wanted to have something like we would ask each other, like, what have you been studying this week or like what's on your mind? And it wasn't like a planned Bible study. A lot of people do these very meticulously planned things like they buy some sort of devotional or some sort of book that guides you through it and you just walk through it. Um, But that's not what we did. We literally just showed up on Wednesday and was like, what's on your heart? What have you been studying? Like, is there something you guys want to talk about or share? And if somebody had been studying something that week, then they would bring it forth. And we would literally just start the study there. And we would work through it together. And someone might ask something and somebody else would be like, oh yeah, I think there's a verse over here. Um, And it was just kind of pulled together together like that which meant that you actually had to be studying throughout the week otherwise you're like everyone's sitting there like nah I didn't study anything so I don't have anything to say I don't I don't know what to talk about. Let's just pick a random chapter and read it and see what happens. Like no like so there was this pressure to study and pressure may not be the right word but like an inspiration a conviction to study and when you take that away you end up with more freedom. Um, and so now, I don't necessarily have that circle close to me. Most of the people that I interact with on a daily basis are people who are not actually believers. They're people that I work with at my job and things like that. So what they talk about and the conversations and the ideas are so completely foreign. And you can get distracted by talking you know, about these other things or worrying about these other things. And this is what I mean by like the double edged sword. People can push you deeper into the word, but they can also distract you and be like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go do that. This is fun. We should go hang out. We, sh-, you know, and there's nothing wrong with hanging out and having fun, but like everything else, it can become a distraction. So as I was looking at, you know, as I was listening to, this message, and I was also thinking about the other message about the the mark of the beast, um, I realized that they actually have a lot of overlap. One of the things that I struggle with in finding that group of people again, that core group of people to study with and to fellowship with, is the fact that there are a billion interpretations of the word. And you know, to a certain extent, uh, that's to be expected. Nobody's relationship is exactly the same. Like I have a mom and I have a relationship with my mom. My dad has a relationship with my mom. My uncles have a relationship with my mom. My cousins have a relationship with my mom. My grandfather has a relationship with my mom. Each of us have a very different relationship with my mom based on our age, based on our proximity to her, based on the relationship, etc. And so the same thing is true about people with God. Everyone has a slightly different relationship with God. And so it's going to look slightly different, it's going to feel slightly different. Um, and what God is you know, working on you with may not be exactly the same thing he's working on me with. And something that I may come to today, you may have come to 10 years ago. Um, or you may not come to until 10 years later. Uh, it, it, it's not exactly, you know, rocket science. Like it's, it's, it's not exact. I was trying to say it's not an exact science. Um, it varies. It's, it's, flexible because it's a relationship and so if you listen to for instance progressive christianity um, you'll start to drift very far from center with that same mentality Um, because then it becomes kind of you know a love and let love hippie kind of vibe where you know we're focusing heavily on judgy not because everyone's in their own journey everyone's in their own place um so you know what might be right for me may not be right for you live your truth speak your truth right like that like that's kind of the road that you end up on but then you have people who are on the complete opposite where they're like this is the only way this is how it's supposed to be done anyone who's doing it differently is not really a believer or they're not you know, they're they're in danger of the hellfire and like, you know all of this stuff, this is where you start getting like deep into like Christian fundamentalism and like, I don't know like a Westboro Baptist church or something, um, and that's also not right right, uh, stray not to the left or to the right, but stay the course but that's that sounds easy, but it's it's not because there's the question of where do you draw the line, right? So I've done a couple of episodes. I have a, a couple, maybe more than a couple, of um, posts on the blog, god.com, where I talked about uh, paganism, in so-called Christian holidays. I know I have a post, couple of posts, on Christmas. Um, I have a post on Halloween. I think I have one on Valentine's Day. Um, just different holidays and how they relate to paganism and, you know, the journey that I've had in kind of unlearning some of the behaviors that were normalized from childhood. And so, you know, for those who are new... Who have not read any of that or have not studied any of that. I do not celebrate any of those holidays uh, because I believe they are pagan and you know we're told in the Bible to learn not the way of the heathen. Um, and it's you know it's idol worship and I just don't want to be a part of that. But a lot of churches still participate in these things for instance the church that i attended in florida they celebrate both christmas and easter and it was something i wrestled with when i was there because i would be like i don't think you guys should and i would literally talk to people and you know the pastor would say like yeah i know this isn't jesus birthday i know this isn't um you know what it is but but everyone else does and they you know this is a good time to preach the message and um it was just weird to me i was just like like you know that you're lying to people and you're doing it anyway and you know like i would have conversations about my friends who uh, strayed away from the belief because of false teachings and then you, you know the the things that come after that like oh you know december 25th is actually Tammuz's birthday oh christianity is actually a copy of the story of Tammuz. Oh, it's actually all false. It's all fake anyway, right? Like, I have friends who that's how they ended up walking away from Christianity. And I'm like, but you're still going to, you know, support that. You're still going to push that narrative instead of standing up and telling the truth. And that bothered me, right? It bothered me that they would get up and start talking about Easter, but they didn't talk about the Passover, which is the actual biblical holiday that we're that if anything we would be observing so you know but then it's like well but like how serious is it is that i can't fellowship with you serious is that we can't study the word together or is that just we disagree about how this should occur or like what we should be doing and so you know, I don't really have an answer to that, um, to be honest, but there are certain things that you're like, yeah, absolutely. We can't tolerate, like, I'm not going to, I, I will never go to a church where you have, for instance, a pastor that has, you know, assaulted someone and they're still letting them be the pastor. That's absolutely unacceptable. Um, a lot of people that I went to college with went to this particular church where the pastor is a serial cheater. He's cheated on his wife multiple times. And every time he comes up with some excuse and people are like, yeah, he's just a man. And I'm like, all right, yeah, he's just a man. People make mistakes. I ain't saying he's, you know, the worst person in the world. I'm not saying that he can't be saved and that all is lost, but he'll need to be the pastor right? Like there's a, there's a time when you realize, Hey, I have a problem. I need to step down. Somebody else needs to take this job and I need to work on my relationship with the Lord. You may come back and be a pastor later, but right now you need to figure out you and God's relationship and you and your wife's relationship and, and, and fix yourself. These types of things I'm like hardline. That's not my church, right? I'm not going to fellowship with 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 anybody who's okay with that. Um, and then there are things where it's like just a difference of how you actually go about the Bible. Like there are people who are like, "Oh, I don't think that we're really supposed to follow the Bible, or we're, you know, I don't really think the Bible is true. I just think that it's a good thing to like read." I'm like, okay, no. Also. We're not even on the same page. Like, we're not coming from the same viewpoint. Like, I believe this is the inspired word of God. And so if you don't also agree with that, we probably shouldn't be studying together. um, Not on a regular basis. Um, or not unless you have, you know, come to me or the Holy Spirit has told me that I'm supposed to be helping with the conviction process for you to understand that it's the word of God, right? And, you know, then there are other things, like, for instance, I saw a bunch of churches celebrating Halloween, like, down to, like, they're doing trick-or-treat. Um, that went a whole different level. Like, I just, I was like, yeah, no. Um, even though, you know, Christmas is also pagan, At least, you know, they're trying to make it Jesus is the reason for the season. It may not be true, um, but there's a huge amount of churches that are just deceived. They just don't know any better. Um, And so they don't realize what they're doing. But, you know, they're also actively talking about the nativity or something like that. But like, you're literally celebrating something that's not. Yeah, I was just like, no, I don't know. I feel like that's another line. Like if I see that this church is is celebrating Halloween and doing a trick or treat, um, I'm not saying you can't give the kids candy. I literally started going to Bible study because my cousin had a Bible study on Halloween and brought us a bunch of candy. And the idea was to give us something to do other than Halloween. So I'm not saying you can't give the kids candy and stuff, but like trick or treating and all that that's a little that's a little much for the church. But you know, other things like for instance, you think that we should only sing hymns. I think that gospel can be in any genre, right? Like I don't think that's necessarily like we can't study together. We can't fellowship together. But like I said, It's subjective, it's a slippery slope, and it makes it very difficult when you're out looking for that community because there's a lot of bad scripture out here. There's a lot of misinterpretation of scripture. There's a lot of missing context. There's a lot of I feel in the religion, and you don't necessarily know where you're gonna find people who truly believe like I don't believe in labeling people um particularly when like when we're talking about like denominations you could get up and go to a denomination that's totally different from yours and find people who are completely on fire for God he is there moving they're having like you know, revolutionary Bible study, you could have the time of your life and that could be exactly where you're supposed to be. You could go to people from the same denomination as you and it's, there's no spirit there. Um, And so it becomes a thing where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm praying about where to go. And I don't know, I haven't decided. I was looking, literally before I started recording, I was looking online for like a Wednesday night Bible study and I'm just like, all right, Father, where is your spirit telling me to go? Where where am I going to go that I'm going to find like-minded believers where you know, your word comes first and everything else is 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 you know, up for grabs, up for discussion. Um and it's an interesting time that we're in because like I said, there's so much information to consume and there are people who will tell you any and everything. Um, and it's hard to separate that from fiction. It's hard to separate what's right and what's wrong. Like, that video was wild. Because I was like, you know, if you just play the video and listen to it, it kind of makes sense. Like, I, I have no doubt that most of the people who watched that walked away mind blown. Like, oh my goodness, I learned something today. And they're going to take that as fact. And... You can go find a ton of other people who will tell you something totally different that makes just as much sense, but they are not likely to both be true. Now, in some cases, there are multiple interpretations that are also true interpretations, Um, but it's just something to think about. Um, And so I wanted to talk about it because I think we all end up getting distracted and I think we could all use um, people around us to fellowship, but also like stay diligent, y'all. Stay prayed up, cause it's a lot of stuff out here, and like combing through it, wading through it, and finding truth and separating truth from from fiction. It ain't it ain't for the faint-hearted guys. It really ain't. So. I'm going to keep praying, y'all keep praying, and we're going to make it. We're going we gonna to be in the kingdom together. I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a great week. Bye.